Hello, this is Robert Picardo of Star Trek Voyager and Stargate Atlantis, and you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, this is Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm Sierra Garcia. And we have with us Frage. Welcome, Frage. Nano Nano Earthlings. That's Frage. right, that's right. We, it's awesome to have him on and have you on again, Frage. It's great. It's been a while. It's, it's awesome to be here. Yeah, I'd love to come off, come by as often as I can. Yeah, well, it's, it's always good to connect with. Uh, we always connect with uh, John at the cons that we go to, and it's great to have you on, John. Um. So tell us, uh, how are things going uh, in your world, John? We haven't seen you in a while. I mean, what's going on with everything that you're doing? I've been seeing you've been doing some modeling, so I've been kind of uh, admiring that. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, as we're, we're recording it, it's, uh, what, Tuesday the, was it the 25th? Yep. 26th? 25th. 25th of November. Uh, we are... Um, we are neck deep in Q4, which is the fourth quarter of the year where everything goes crazy. Uh, our volume and sales go up by about six times normal this time of year. So it's all hands on deck. No one is uh, not working. Uh, it's 18-hour days, seven-day-a-week. Um, the fact that I was able to set aside a couple of hours for you guys is nothing short of a miracle right now. <laughs> but yes, in, in, yeah, we are in response to the modeling thing, it's just funny how that works out. I happen to be a size large T-shirt, and one of our vendors likes to send us size large samples. And uh, our photographer says, "Well, who who can wear a size large?" Is this one guy, Chris, and Frage? So let's get Frage over here. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a size large sample, invariably I'm going to be I'm going to be wearing it. Yeah. And for those listeners that don't know where you work by now, we probably should tell them that. Yeah, you know what? I didn't think about mentioning that. I kind of figured it was uh, it was uh, said. Uh, I work for ThinkGeek.com. I'm one of the buyers at ThinkGeek. Yeah. So if you never have, if you're listening to the show and you haven't been to ThinkGeek, then please pause the show. Pause the show. Go there. Check out ThinkGeek. Then come back and listen to us. It's right. Geekatopia. It is. Yeah. I'm sure that no one here tonight in our Christmas list are going to have anything from ThinkGeek. No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yeah, so this is our Christmas show. And so what we've traditionally done with a Christmas show is we kind of take our top five geek gifts that we would love to have. And some of them might be a little bit unrealistic. And then we'll have maybe a little, some that are a little bit more normal. And so sky's the limits here. And we just kind of uh, do the gamut. And we kind of have some fun conversations and a little bit self-indulgent here in what you can buy for us here at the Sci-Fi Diner. And uh, Wow, but wow. I know. What you can buy for us? That's right, that's right. What you can wow. buy for us, listeners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know, things that would be, if, if we had, if money were not an object and uh, and uh, if people really loved us, I'm just kidding. But, and if uh, comic book physics were real. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, we would... Uh, these are the gifts that we're going to kind of share with you what's on our Christmas list. And hey, you know, if you have something that's on your Christmas list and you didn't send it in to us, we'll be recording one more show before Christmas. And so you have time to get that in for us. So, 
So it will be, it'll be awesome. So yeah, <clears throat> so I it, we're, so we're recording this. We're about get we're getting ready to be hit by some snow. So we're kind of getting into the season of things. Black Friday shopping. Any of you guys go Black Friday shopping? No, no, no. no. I do, and for one thing and one thing only. When mom and I decorate the houses for Christmas, um, the thing that we love the best is poinsettias because they're beautiful and they're really they're just kind of festive and simple and elegant. Um, and on Black Friday, uh, Home Depot has the six-inch pots of poinsettias, which are normally five ninety-nine for ninety-nine cents. Wow. So every Black Friday <laughs> for the last seven years, my mom and I get up coffee's ready and we go straight there and we have a list okay who needs how many who needs and then we use them as like as little gifts too to 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 we'll leave them at people's houses so last year's haul was 22 so for 22 dollars we got a crap load of of christmas decorations we have x number for this person x number for this house and that and then we're done and then we go eat high hump <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, it's a really, really sexy uh, thing to do, but it's it's really fun because it's all it's all of us crazy people at friggin' Home Depot at six in the morning for poinsettias. <laughs> That's not the typical <laughs> thing people go out for typically. <laughs> That's a great story, though. That is now, awesome. Knowing me, making that statement shouldn't surprise you of my cuckoo-ness. <laughs> oh, that's just M. I'm not surprised her mother's... That's where she gets it from. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And John, so you don't set foot out Black Friday. No, if I can stay indoors and do all my shopping uh, online, that's that's the best Black Friday possible. <laughs> Usually I'm just trying to sleep off a, a, a turkey coma. On Friday, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is get up at O dark thirty and try and, and and shove a bunch of people to the ground to get at a ninety nine dollar PlayStation three. Right. Not interested. Right. Do you need some poinsettias? <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you I'm don't need there. to get up early anymore. You can just go out at six o'clock Thanksgiving evening and do your shopping then. That's just that's horrible. true. Yeah, I have heard that. There yeah. was one year that I went to Target at at five in the morning. Because they had um, terabyte, one terabyte Western Digital drives for forty nine dollars, and at the time that was unheard of, and there was a limit of five. So I and I brought a book. I stood in line for an hour and a half reading my book <laughs> with my five Western Digitals, just just thinking of all the glorious stuff I could store on them. <laughs> they weren't nice. even gifts; they were just for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man. Yeah, I, re I I think my wife would kill me if I went out at 6 o'clock on Thanksgiving <laughs> evening because uh, we have a family dinner at 5 o'clock. So, yeah, probably wouldn't go over well. So, <laughs> so I, I will do my uh, Black Friday shopping later. If I my, my daughter likes to go out, and so she uh, says, we're going this Black Friday. I don't know. She just loves the idea of going out Black Friday. She doesn't buy too much. She just likes getting out there in the crowds and exploring it i guess so That's crazy. <laughs> so we'll see well uh, these are some things that we uh don't need black friday for so we have a list that we compiled as i said earlier of five items and um we're gonna just kind of switch who goes first here and uh Frage, would you like to start us out here tonight what and this is our 
No, we'll start, I guess, at our number. Do you want to start at five or number one here? I mean, how do you want to do this? doesn't matter to me. My number five can be your number one. <laughs> All right. All right. So why don't you start? Let's just start, you know, going right to left or left to right, starting at number one and working our way across here on our list here. Beauty. So my number one, uh, for those of you who are on the stream, I don't know how many, maybe two, three, uh, watching the live stream, you can see I'm wearing my Star Trek the Next Generation Wesley Crusher hoodie, exclusively at ThinkGeek, I might add. Um, no, that's not the actual thing that's on my wish list. I already have it, so I don't need it. But uh, what, I, what I do want is something Star Trek related. Um, you may have seen the Star Trek Starships collection. It's a subscription model where you get a magazine and a tiny little starship, and they're really, really nice, high-quality, die-cast uh, Star Trek starships. So in some cases, you get the Enterprise. In some cases, you get the... Uh, Enterprise C. Sometimes you get a Borg cube. Sometimes you get a Klingon vessels. You, I, I just, the last one I got just yesterday was a Jemadar strike fighter and a Nausicaan fighter. And they come in, in these beautiful little stands, and they come with a beautiful glossy magazine uh, that describes the ship, what episodes it was in, its armaments, its abilities, the crew, the history of the Nausicaans, and so on. It's really cool. Um, it's not cheap. It's for the real uh, Star Trek fans. So it's $20 a month, but every month you get another Starship and another magazine, and, and you just keep getting these great little models every month. It's a it's an awesome little thing to show up in your mailbox every month. Highly recommended. 20 bucks a month. Now, do they have like a – I mean, how, how long can they do this for? I mean, how many, how many, Starship, how many Star Trek ships are we talking about? I think they're up to 36 or 37 – so the, yeah, they've, I, if you uh, if you look at my Twitter feed, you might see some pictures of my Starship Menagerie, and that's only really half of what I have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's probably twenty Starships on my on my counter at work. Um, but yeah, they, they're they plan on keep uh, continuing to go. There's lots of lots of Starships out there. Awesome and awesome. And so, is is anyone in particular putting this out? I mean, I see the the website Star Trek Starships. Is that Imagine an entity of what uh, is it CBS or Paramount. They are licensed by CBS by Par by uh, by yeah. They are licensed by uh, CBS. Okay. Um, I don't know the name of the company that does it, but it's 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 quality stuff. That's totally awesome. worth it. Awesome. Miles sounds like something you would like. It, it would. <laughs> no, that definitely piques my interest. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Do we need to send that to your wife? There we go. We need to send that link to your wife. <laughs> there, there, that wouldn't be bad. I have a few other ideas too. A few, a few other ideas. Very good. Well, um, why, why don't you share one of those ideas, uh, Miles? I'm going to start number five. It's where I, I guess placed to semi-practical to a lot less practical. Um, I, I asked for this last year. Um, didn't get it. I'm going to try to drop some more hints to the family. Uh, but um, <laughs> there's these great Star Trek Next Generation pajamas. And um, they they're just awesome. And but by golly, you can get these at Think Geek. There you oh. go. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. You know, what if a you, magical place Think Geek must be. I know. <laughs> Do you know if you, and and listeners, if you if anyone out there actually buys these for Miles, he promises to wear them on the show one night. Oh, sure, no problem. <laughs> so. He will model them. We will have a <laughs> we will have a Star Trek pajama party at the Sci-Fi Diner. Awesome. No. Yep. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. No, me, yes. Groot and I are like, are, yeah, no, yeah, we're not. Yeah. We even we're have John fine. back on. He'll wear on it. He'll, he'll wear the pajamas. We'll just have like a big party. And Emil just you can, peer pressure to join in. Which generation, which division I'm in, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now, uh, so so they can get them there. What, what, what type of material are these jammies made out of? John, maybe you can answer this. I believe, that, uh, are these the next gen? Yeah, they're the next gen, about? yeah. I think those are 100% cotton. Ooh. They look very comfortable. I mean, they're very soft. It's like uh, it's like jersey, uh, like t-shirt material, jersey weight. It's very, very nice, very soft. Nice. But it also, you know, looks. It looks like you're wearing the uniform though too. But they look very comfortable. Yeah, we know. It's it, are these the ones you can actually walk around in cons in and like mess with people? No, I think they the aren't pe- that authentic. Well. <laughs> No, I mean p- people at cons aren't stupid. They're they're, they're no they'll, they'll know you're wearing pajamas. Okay. Maybe they some will. of the people. I saw a bunch of those. <laughs> <laughs> people still do it. Oh, I'm know. sure. Oh, people will still do it. I mean, they'll probably carry their stuff. T- yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's great. Or... I mean, late night at the con, mm-hmm. you're like roll into bed in your Star Trek jammies, get up, you don't have to change, just go out there again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Insta cosplay. It's like it's, 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 seriously. I mean, what more can you ask for? Well, I easy. saw a guy at a con not long ago where he was wearing one of the um, Star Trek bathrobes, um, a white T-shirt, plaid pants, uh, had long hair and the bushy beard, and was walking around with a white Russian. And he was uh, <laughs> Captain, he was Captain Lebowski was the name of his cosplay. That was, that's it. fantastic. That's that awesome. Oh man. The Federation abides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's go with your number five. So my number five, This my I was as I was putting my list together, these kind of roll one into the other as far as importance and need, and then I realized that I'm going to have a sixth one because fun. Um, but for right now, my number one wish list item is a brand-new Wii U including the new Smash Brothers game that just came out on Friday. Because really just ridiculous, ridiculous. So yesterday I was at Tyson's Corner Mall in not too far away from my place, and uh, Nintendo had a huge setup in front of Macy's with a gorgeous, like, 70-inch screen TV, and it was... um, it was actually what it was almost a TV that I'm going to talk about later. Um, and they had the whole game set up, and there were six guys playing. And I walked up, and I, I asked the guy running the game, so what's a girl, what's a girl got to do to get her, her Jigglypuff on? And so he just tapped one dude and said, you're out, and handed me the controller. <laughs> and I sat there and played for, like, almost 40 minutes with this bank of men, and we're all, like... It was just so much fun. I love the game in general, just because you can play the different characters and you can run around and the the environments are different. And I remember playing on on uh, much smaller units with you know Jigglypuff was actually just a pink blob, and now I can actually see him when he does the little fart thing to fly, and it's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing, and it's a lot of fun. And the fact that eight people can play together, just a blast, a blast. That's awesome. So I would like the Wii U. And the Smash Brothers all bundled together for the low, low price. I think, all told, that would probably be about like, um, I think that's, I think it's like five seventy-five, almost six hundred dollars. Wow. So, 
Hello, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I, that's how you know. As we've been looking at Black Friday deals, that's not something you're finding on a lot of Black Friday deals this year. No, surprisingly, because I've been looking. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. you, you kind of hope, but I, th I think with Smash Brothers and how popular that's been, there's been uh, they haven't been giving, they aren't giving a lot away. They sold. There was like some record number for the release on Friday, and the 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 dollar amount that they of sales over the weekend has been one of their highest sellers I think ever. So because it's it's awesome. Yeah. So uh, let me see here. I'm just looking it up here, and they're saying that Super S Smash Brothers Wii U sales breaks with, I think it is, almost. 500,000 copies in three days. Yeah. It dethroned Mario Kart 8. Aw, poor Mario. He's uh, going to have to go back to being a plumber. He, he, he will indeed. But that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's something my, my brother is kind of looking for a Wii U. And right now we're, we're still just, our family's just hanging out with the Wii. <laughs> and uh, But we may end up springing for that eventually. But, but uh yeah, so, so Scott, if you could, if you could have something for Christmas, you know, what would it be? What would it be? Yeah, what's on your list? So, um, yeah, thank yeah. you. So I'm looking. Uh, you know, I've always wanted a a Star Wars cosplay outfit. All right, and no, not the Princess Leia bikini. Sorry, I know. Uh, no, sweet Jesus on a cracker. No. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> You know, the, but the one that I've always kind of wanted that was, uh, you know, a Stormtrooper outfit, right? But there is another one that I thought is kind of cool, and it's this uh, Darth Maglis costume. Uh, and Darth Maglis is from the uh, Star Wars Old Republic, uh, from the, the video game, I believe. Mm -hmm. But he has he's a part of canon, and I have a link that we'll throw up. Um, and it's just a really cool costume. It looks kind of uh, samurai-ish. A little bit if you look at it and he has this little breathing uh mask that looks a little bit like uh bane uh from uh you know the dark knight uh series but these this this suit is it's just it's, it's awesome it looks awesome it has light up arms and it can be yours for a very small price of about uh two and a half grand but oh it's uh special yeah it is take a check yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty insane, um, and uh, shipping is only thirty bucks, but the suit itself. <laughs> but okay, I have a serious question. Go ahead. Why is it that it seems like the Sith all seem to have respiratory issues? <laughs> must, must be a they're smokers. Um, they are they're they're smokers. all smokers. That's why yeah. they're they're the bad. You go kids. down a bad path, and it takes you right into tobacco. It does. It does all all the time. Side effect of the dark side. Even the stormtroopers in their masks have kind of that feel, even though they aren't breathing issues. But I think it's the chest plate too. It might be very corseted, so that it limits their breathing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you play so with fire, you get your arms and legs torn oxygen. off. Wait, what's up? They're going for the look with the corseting, so this is just oxygen, supplementary oxygen to keep them from passing right. out. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's you know, if, if I could do it, there's a lot. There's actually a ton of cosplay stuff that I would love, but that's certainly one of them that I think is. That's kind of gorgeous. It is. It's well done. The picture they have there is really cool. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it would certainly stand out and get some looks. I needed to someone. I would need to have someone do the makeup. I can't have such a pretty face in that armor though. I need like scarred and wrinkled. The guy that they have modeling it looks that way. But dark eyeshadow. You can, uh, if you want to look at it, there's it's it, the site is this is why I'm broke dot com backslash Star Wars Darth Maglas costume. It's a great name yeah, for is. a website. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and this is why I am broke. But anyways, uh, for those uh, for for your you benevolent benefactors out there, if you want to, you know, want to, you know, feed my uh, ego and uh, buy me something huge, this might be it. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm still stuck on my pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't Maybe go there. The yeah, there we, there we go. Um, well, let's uh, let's uh, roll. Let's 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 go to our number two. And do we want to rotate who goes first this time, or should we just keep uh, going in the order that we are? We're in your world, baby. We're in your world. Okay, then, John, go ahead. Then we're not rotating. No, we're not rotating. Your your strategy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> threw him off. I'm throwing you off. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> All right. Well, this then uh, I'll try and see if I can manufacture a segue. You were talking about cosplay, and so I'm going to talk about cosplay. Um, the number one movie, at least as far as licensing is concerned, but I think it is the number one movie of 2014 is Guardians of the Galaxy. So naturally, everybody wants to be Drax. No. No, everyone wants to be Rocket. No, everyone wants to be uh, Star Lord. No, 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 none of those. None of those. <laughs> if you can't see, folks, uh, Am is showing these awesome uh, bobbleheads of Groot and, uh, uh, and Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Rocket. <laughs> um, I want to be Rocket. I want to go cosplay as Rocket. I have to like shrink about five feet, but you'd have and to you wear ship rocket. I know you do. Green, yeah. a green, a green screen suit, and then have CGI'd. Yeah. But so anyway, the item I'm you were saying. This year, oh, sorry. Yeah. So the item I'm picking this year for my number two is a uh, replica of the uh, of the jacket that um, that Chris Pratt wears at the end after he uh, after he dot ditches his trench coat. He puts on this great like uh, uh, cropped leather jacket, this red armored thing. It's gorgeous. Um, and this company that I found, and I have to alt tab to look at it. Fjackets.com they make these prop replicas by hand, uh, and they're really affordable. I mean, shockingly affordable. They are um, polyurethane leather, so they but the the leather quality or the leatherette quality is actually very high. They um, the one problem I have is they don't have a license, but this is handmade stuff that it's it's done with so much care and so much love. I got to give them a pass on this. This stuff is really great. And check out all their other stuff they have. Winter Soldier jackets. They have uh, X Men. They have uh, Wolverine jackets and um, lots and lots of great cosplay items. Go check them out. Fjackets.com. But pay particular attention to the uh, Chris Pratt Star Lord red leather jacket. One hundred and thirty nine dollars. That was a sweet jacket. Yeah, I you know I, I I'm looking at it now, and uh, it's everyday wear almost. You know, it you is. can totally get away with it as everyday jacket. Right. In it's only, in really only... beautifully done. It's 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 a super super modern motorcycle like jacket. Yeah. yeah, I dig it. You know, I, I fi- can't believe it's it's only it's not it's under two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's incredible price for it. 
about four years ago, I went to a Comic-Con and bought a suede uh, duster in the um, brown coat style. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wear that when it gets cold. I wear that, and I don't. I don't blink. I don't care if you people think I'm cosplaying every day. It, it's a great jacket. And I love it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. represent. Totally. <laughs> and they have. I mean, you, if you Doctor Who fans, they have the Doctor Who suits. They have leather jackets. They have the uh, coats. It's it's pretty. It's some pretty nice stuff. I would like the Chloe vest from uh, Serenity. Mm-hmm. The, with the bolero and the vest, I that I that's exactly what I'm looking for, <laughs> and they don't have it, so maybe I should email them. Yeah. Make this now. That's very cool. That is that is very cool. Um, I finally saw the movie. By the way, it was been, I mean I saw that teaser back in August, and they were showing it on the plane back from Ireland, so I watched it. It was it was an awesome movie. I loved it. I just had to. Which one? Serenity? Guardians. No, that that one. But no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, great movie. Yeah, it was. Well, if you saw it on the plane, it was heavily edited. Um, Do yourself a favor. Just go go buy it. What do you mean it was heavily edited? Those airplane movies, they always edit at least 15 minutes out of them. The ones that you get in your little personal view screen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess they don't want people seeing stuff they shouldn't, but. Well, Hunger Games, I watched Hunger Games on the plane, and there was a good 20 minutes missing out of it. Yeah, yeah I also watched uh, Planet of the Apes, the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or the newest one, Dawn, Dawn of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't get through it. I just lost interest. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. I was just tired, and I wanted to like it. I liked the first one uh, that they had, but this one just didn't quite hold my attention. And then I also tried watching Lucy, that was the Scarlett Johansson one and Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I wanted to like that, and 10 minutes into that, I was bored. And so I said, okay, I'm going to watch Godzilla, right? Brian Cranston. I mean, you just can't can't go wrong, right? Um, I watched the entire thing. The last 15 minutes, I began reading my book. So, <laughs> so, I, so I began to say, well, so the only one that really held my attention was Guardians of the Galaxy the entire way. So most of the summer blockbuster movies didn't do anything for you? Mm, well, Lucy wasn't blockbuster. Planet of the Apes didn't do much for me, but the uh, God, I'm, I like Godzilla. I think it was just by the end it was just yeah. I felt more of the same. Yeah, yeah. and I like it was. I, go ahead. It was a typical trope. Yeah. It was a typical like oh yay, one tiny human saves the world, and spoilers. Thank you. Well, it's a typical trope. <laughs> Well, there is a little bit of surprise at the ending, which I was not expecting, so I will give you that. But it's it's worth a rental. Like, if there's yeah. nothing else on, I could right. I can certainly say it's worth a rental. Yeah, I mean, they, they did a good job with uh, the effects. It was nice. It was nice. It was just, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Emma, what is your number... What are we not? Number four. Number four? Yeah. So... To play my Wii U, if I'm going to go ahead and get spendy on a Wii U and I'm going to play some Smash Brothers, I want to play it right. Um, I was at Costco last week and was I have been making fun of this for a long time until I actually stood in front of one. And that's the Samsung Curved Televisions. Um, and as I was reading and researching, I was also making fun of the you know ultra-high definition, 4K, blah, blah, blah. 
and uh, after doing some research, I, I, I hope that I find a job soon because I want this television. Hmm. I want the, I think, I liked the way it looked. I liked the, the, the field of vision that it gave me. I wear incredibly thick glasses, so the whole world looks curved to me anyway. But to watch that TV was, there was so much fidelity for me with my glasses. Is that it was pretty amazing. I took a bunch of notes too, so that I could sound smart when I talked about it. But um, in reading about the different comparisons and and how the technology of TV is go TVs are going, the 4K is UHD is definitely on the rise and it's coming. Uh, plasma is going away. The organic light emitting um, diodes are too expensive right now. And LED, I, I'm okay with it. It's a nice and expensive TV, but this was just beautiful absolutely beautiful um, and I liked the curve I liked being I, I sat there and very comfortably watched like a 15 minute video that they had there and I, I I've, I've put my seal of approval on that and would like that as a gift thank you no. not it was more it was less expensive than I thought too because I if I remember correctly as I deftly go to the link and and, um, continue to banter like I know what I'm doing. Uh, oh, it's on sale now for Black Friday for eighteen hundred, but it's usually twenty. It's twenty seven hundred dollars. I thought it would have was going to be in the four to five thousand range for the size I want, and it's <laughs> for some paychecks. It's totally affordable. Um, it is as as time goes on, it gets less expensive. I want one. Yeah, well, it also does uh, voice commands. We're able to like tell it stuff, and it does it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. And the technology behind it, uh, behind the TV itself is kind of nice that it will scale. Um, so if you're watching, so as I understand it, 4K basically means 1080p quadrupled. Um, and so when you right now, since there really aren't um, game consoles and Blu-ray players and games and movies really out in the public at, at the 4K level, it will scale up and readjust to to give you that fidelity, that almost 4K fidelity. So it's really impressive. Yeah, well, it, look, it looks, looks beautiful. It was, it was gorgeous. I stopped in my tracks with my cart full of 300 gallons of mayonnaise and just watched. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, you know, Costco. Right, right. Well, you know, if you do order it now, it won't ship till the 14th of December, and there's a chance you won't get it by Christmas. But... <gasps> no! I know. Yeah, but that's... Sorry, there's a chance I won't be able to afford it by Christmas. So <laughs> there's definitely... there's <laughs> It's not even a chance I won't be able to afford it by Christmas. But... If, I, if I skip the mortgage for... Well, if I get it on Black Friday, if I skip the mortgage for two months... Sure. If I wait until after Black Friday, I just have to skip the mortgage for four months. Right. This is expensive TV. It is. It is. And then if you go with the 65 inch, it's like three grand. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. I don't need a TV but, that. And that's the other thing too. Is that the sizes for those all start huge? So 55, it's like the size of a of a of a baby of a crib mattress, if not bigger. That's huge. And it, it's. I'd have to move the couch into my bedroom to be able to watch this TV. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Frazier and I just bought a new TV, and we had the hardest time finding a good quality TV set under 45 inches. I have a relatively small living room, um, and the couch is a certain distance away, and anything that's too big is just is just outside of your immediate field of view. So I just I said all I want is a you know like a 42 inch set. That's it. 
I want HD, four inputs, um, four uh, HDMI inputs, uh, 120 hertz, um, and four, 42 inches. And everyone said, well, why don't you get a bigger one? Because I don't want a bigger one. <laughs> just give me a little guy. I just want a little TV. Everyone goes for these ridiculously big TVs, and it's just losing all of this screen real estate. You're just not seeing all of this if it's this big. Your yeah. retina can only consume and digest so much data, and when you get that big, it's just it's too much. Yeah, definitely. Says the guy who has a, a quad HD camera uh, <laughs> <and your> phone. <laughs> oh, wow, that's about the size of my phone. Hold on. Ring, ring. Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah, nice. That thing is huge. And we are buying a new phone for M. So. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I'm gonna have my little Zoolander. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those never caught on. No. All right. Well, I think it's uh, my my turn to go here. My number uh, four is actually gonna be something for my dogs. They have these glow in the dark. I think they're not glow in the dark, but they're these glowing. Uh, Lord of the Rings dog collar that look like the ring mm -hmm. with like the script around it. They're like black and they like glow. Aww, glow. Cool. And uh, I think it'd be cool if my dogs were like walking around outside with these things on. People would know. You, you, they you would know them. that I am truly a, a mm -hmm. geek. You're a Tolkien. You, know? I, you said, did you say I'm a tool? I'm that too, but. Hey, you said it, not me. Yeah. One but dog can rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the dog really does rule the house anyway. So, uh, But it's an elvish dog collar. It's a glow-in-the-dark, and it looks uh, it looks pretty cool. I, I like it. <laughs> Someone posted in the comments below on the – he goes, dog collar, are you kidding? I'd wear that myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it does it's look pretty. It's pretty. Cool. Oh, my God. You should totally get it. <laughs> yes. Uh, please shoot me now if I show up on the show with this around my neck. But – but yeah, but it does. It looks cool, and I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. And uh, my son and I are still going through The Hobbit slowly. We kind of take breaks. He he's into it, and then he's not into it, and then he's into it, he's not into it. But but this would definitely be impressive. But so that's mine. That's a dog collar. That's what I'm looking for. That's on the cheap end compared to my <coughs> cosplay outfit. I can use this as my cosplay outfit. That's it. But, okay. That would work. I don't with a dog, I, I don't want to know where you're going with a dog collar <laughs> cosplay. All right, well, moving right <laughs> along on this family-friendly uh, Christmas show here. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, uh, so, um, Frage, go ahead. Wait a minute, I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go? Frage already went. Yeah. You forgot Miles. You Dude. are a tool. I did. Did I forget you? You did. That's forget. Right, Miles. He's forgot me like three times on the intro during the show. That's so true. That's I understand. Right. I feel your pain. Yeah. It's the, All right. Go ahead. Go, go, Miles. If you if you want. To. Well, to be a little slightly <laughs> narcissistic, um, I saw this. Somebody posted on his Facebook uh, sometime. You get these um, Star Trek um, generation figurines, and you can get one of, made one of yourself, and. It takes a picture of you, and I, I guess, and looks like it could probably, you know, it, if you need to lose a few pounds or maybe shed a few years off your face, um, it, 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 this thing makes all these awesome Star Trek uh, figurines of yourself, and you get one of next generation, whatever uniform you want, and um, you get miniatures also. So you get the larger one, which is like I guess sixty nine ninety nine, and then you get you, you get a smaller one for like twenty five dollars. <laughs> 
So it looks like I mean, they don't do just Star Trek, but Star Trek was one that that they um, were advertising at the time. And so it would like be you in a uniform. Is that kind of how they do that? Yep, you in a uniform. You could be posing, having a phaser in your hand or a tricorder, um, and yeah, that's so. It's, yeah, you get it. basically it's it's three D technology. Basically, I guess the three D printer thing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. So, oh my uh, god, I want one. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, necessarily like pictures of myself, but I would like this would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be. And cool. you could be also what, a Star Trek alien, whatever you want, a Borg, an Andorian, a Klingon. Of course, if you were a Borg, then no one really see your face, anyways. That they'll kind of feet. So maybe I, maybe I should get that. So. Yeah. Oh, Miles. So. You know you're handsomer than Scott. Oh, hi, Scott. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you're here? Oh. I love you, Emma. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can even set your rank, too. You could be, you could keep it as an ensign. You can do, for command uniforms only, you can set yourself as a, as a commander. This is very cool. So you this- can make yourself tall. You can make yourself super skinny. Oh, my God, I want this. <laughs> so... An ideal, so I could make maybe make myself an idealized version of myself. Ooh, do I want to be a Vulcan? Oh my god, I could sit on here for like an hour. That's very cool. So that's awesome. Got the judgmental so. eyebrows for it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> totally need to be a Vulcan. <laughs> All right. So now, John, it's your turn, I think. I'm not skipping you, Miles. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> You're forgiven. All right, so my next thing is is possibly one of my favorite things ever. Um, this year, ThinkGeek teamed up with The Wand Company. The Wand Company is a company out of the UK that um, shrank the um, functionality of a TV remote control, a universal remote control, into an, into a Harry Potter wand. And it operates by motion control. So you flick it up, and it then it detects a flick up. Or you flick it down, left, right. You can rotate it left and right. You can push it in, pull it out. And all of those motions um, translate into different uh, functions of the remote. So you can, you can program it. So flicking left uh, changes the channel down. Flicking right changes the channel up. Flicking it up turns volume up. Flicking it down turns volume down rotating, you can do all kinds of things with it, uh, and it's all programmable. Um, really very cool. Now, wands, Harry Potter wands are all well and good, but come on. Don't you want one of these? Yes. This, which yes. You, guys can't see, uh, which you guys can't see, because you're not watching the stream, is a, 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 an original series Type 2 phaser, uh, and this has the same functionality, but it has a separate functionality, where it's, which is called effects mode, in which it just becomes the best phaser, uh, uh, phaser gadget or phaser uh, sound effects machine out there. And it's got, I want to say, 10 settings on it. So I've got this and that, and, and it lights up, and it's got a vibration feature. It's got all these awesome sound effects. Um, but here's a really... Here's a really super cool part for you super nerds out there. This Type 2 converts into a Type 1, which is still usable. Shut up. This is is the best. I'm telling you, this is the coolest thing ever. 
and it's not, I mean, this isn't a, a cheap piece of plastic. This is, this is metal, it's magnetic, it comes with a, uh, it comes with a stand. Where's my stand? Uh, it comes with a magnetic stand. Oh, here it is. Magnetic stand, which is magnetic, so it just snaps on there and sits on your table like that. Again, you people not watching the stream, you're missing out. This is really super cool. <laughs> Um, and I mean, little touches like, okay, so in here, uh, fans will know that this is where your dilithium crystal is stored for your phaser. Well, you can actually open that and see the crystal, and when you fire it, it actually lights up. <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. Inside. This thing is nuts. They really did a, a, a heck of a job on this, and it's available at thinkgeek.com right now for $149.99. I know it's a lot. But seriously, this is this is a cosplayer's dream. This is the best phaser you will ever hold in your hand, short of <laughs> wow. the 24th century. Seriously, yeah. this is so good. Yeah, I would say yes, you can please. go to a you could go to a con, put that in your holster, and I, people wouldn't look twice. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it looks like it just came off the set of uh, original series Star Trek. Yeah, and it was uh, oh yeah, it was also cast from an original series uh, prop piece. You know when 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 we have our hollow when we get our hologram technology you know you know hunkered down and we use that and we aim it at someone that's standing in front of us we can make them disappear it'd be just like the real thing that would be cool that would be awesome yes please I would like one <laughs> one one year you know and I'm looking on the site and there's a, it comes in this beautiful carrying case yes that seems yes. to be yeah, it's Starfleet issue I mean it's it's legit it is it's like it, it's beautiful. You almost don't want to put that out for display. I mean, you want to put it out for display, but you want to play with it or store yeah. it. Yeah. You want people to see it, but you don't want anybody else necessarily yeah, touch, don't it. touch it. <laughs> that way you always have supreme control over the television um, remote control. That's right. Genius. Always thinking. <laughs> Not just a hat rack. Yeah, always thinking. <laughs> Hence, think geek. There we are. All right. Nice. Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, uh, M, go ahead. Let's hear from you. What is next in your Christmas list? So this it kind of worked out this way. Um, ThinkGeek is a wonderful place to get everything, pretty much. I mean, as soon as there's sci-fi groceries. Oh, no, you do. You guys carry unicorn meat. Um, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> to nice. go into the world of gaming, go back. Like, I love console gaming, but I also like PC gaming. I'm kind of new into it, and I dig it a bunch. Um, I have been playing with my provided by Apple keyboard, which is not really designed for that kind of abuse. So this is the second one I've been through in a year because I've abused the crap out of it. Um, so I've been looking for a different keyboard in order just, just not just for writing and stuff, and for but for gaming, but that'll put up with a lot of abuse. So this is the Razer Black Widow Ultimate Stealth 2014 Mechanical Keyboard, which was explained to me by incredibly smart people. Uh, and when I tested it, I did play with one recently and found it to be incredible and just being able to have the game react as quickly as I wanted it to and know that it could put up with the abuse of gaming. And I'm a pretty hardcore typer. Um, I will I will bottom out my keys without a problem. Um and it will make a lot of noise, but this particular one has a technology where it's a little—it's it's a bunch quieter. It still makes that tick, tick, tick noise, and and some keys actually sound a little bit different. So maybe one day I'll sit down and figure out what keys they're in <laughs> and make a song. But <laughs> it's—it really has a host of 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 
it's incredibly flexible for any kind of gaming. And um, one of my friends who has one has it set up in a way to do World of Warcraft, but with a really quick switch, he it's immediately all the macro buttons can just go to Guild Wars or it can just go to LOL. And I'm really impressed with it. And it's it's a lot pricier than my you know incredibly super crazy elegant Mac, but it will put up with a lot of abuse and in the long run would just be... It'll, it would enhance my gameplay and just last a whole lot longer. It, not to mention, it just looks beautiful. It's pretty badass. Um, there, There's another step up, which they sell at ThinkGeek, which I think I'm. it's way too smart for me. It would become sentient and wake me up in the middle of the night and go, make me, some, make me a pot pie! And... <laughs> need that kind of I don't need smarter than me technology Siri already like wakes up on her own when I ask her not to so I don't need my keyboard to be smarter than me that much smarter than me I'm okay with smarter than me but that just scares the crap out of me is is, is the uh, step up the death stalkers that we're talking about yes that one's immense it has a little it's beyond programmable and there's no way I could talk to it it's just there's so much more there's so much more in it now, John, have you played around with any of these keyboards we're talking about? Uh, yeah, actually, the, um, the the folks at Razer gave us this little um, this little uh, demo keyboard. It's about the size of um, uh, like a large book of matches, and uh, they asked us, okay, it had like six keys on it, and each key had a slightly different click and a slightly different tactile feel to it. And they said, tell us which one is your favorite, and we'll make sure that all the keyboards have that kind of key on it. So, like, there are some switch-type keyboards, there are membrane-type keyboards, and they all have a different feel uh, depending on what you like. So um, we played around with it for a few hours, and we passed it around the entire office. It was probably the grotiest uh, keyboard <laughs> in the entire company by the end of it. But, uh, yeah, we all agreed that uh, this one particular kind of, of, of bouncy switch-style key was the best. It was the least clacky. It, it, was a, it wasn't noisy, but it was still a mechanical kind of, uh, kind of click. So that one worked out. Now, if you want to see, if you want to see a keyboard that that will uh, will do your taxes for you, check out the Optimus Popularis. Oh, that's the... <laughs> that one. That's... Yes, Is that... isn't it like two grand? Yeah, uh, it's on sale now. It's fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, um, yeah, that's a bargain. <laughs> um, every uh, like seventy-seven of the keys are actually OLED screens. So not only is it programmable. But the keys themselves will display what you want. So if you want to have, if you want your WoW layout, you can have what looks like, uh, uh, that looks like, uh, I don't know, a uh, uh, swirling blue mist or something. So instead of getting the overlays that you drop on your keys, your keys become the overlay. Yeah, you hit a key, and then all your keys just sort of change to uh, to look like. Yeah, that's another one that would wake up in the middle of the night and become <laughs> sentient. <laughs> Please get me a pot pie and your soul. Good morning, M. <laughs> no. Daisy, oh, God. Scary. <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> oh, totally look creepy. <laughs> no, this is great. The, 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 the Optimus one, you know, like stocks, it you know, tells you everything. Temperature, price of tea in China. It's awesome. That one's a little nuts. <laughs> it, it, it is. That's... How does it now... That one I'm looking at, how does that feel? It looks a little bit more raised in the front than some of the others? It looks a little raised. It's because uh, it's because the uh, the keys have to be a little bit taller. There's a bit more travel in those keys because of the, 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 the screen. It takes up a, 
um, a non-zero amount of right. space. So it, uh, the keys are a bit taller than you would expect. Does that but feel you different when you're punching them then? It does a little bit, yeah. So the, uh, the key feel is, uh, is affected by the screens being in there. But you're, you're not really buying it for the comfort, really. You're buying it because you want to impress the heck out of your neighbors with your cool keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Online dating pro tip. If this is what you have at your house, we're going on a second date. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, you have course. it. If you want to date them, that's how you do it. <laughs> but <laughs> very cool. Well, Miles, why don't you share your next gift so that we do not forget you. Thank you. Uh, so I saw this was advertised back in, in, in uh, June. The the Star Trek phaser from Star Trek III, um, The Search for Spock. I, that's my like my favorite phaser, but we've only seen it once, and that was in Star Trek III, and then we saw it again in one episode of TNG. Um, uh, do you know which one? Do you know which one? Uh, yes, uh, but I don't remember the name. <laughs> it's it's the one It's the one where... Um, Picard and uh, and Wesley, uh, what what did you say? The Ensigns of the command? command. Yes, the that one. Command. I can't remember. The Ensigns of Command or something? No, something else. But uh, yeah, Picard and Crusher, Wesley Crusher, um, they're with this other guy, and they crash land on this planet, and the guy has these old style phasers on his ship, and so it's like, wow, that was from Star Trek Three. But uh, Diamond Select has finally. Made this available and it becomes available in December, but it's the Star Trek Three Electronic Phaser Roleplay, and um, it is just cool looking and badass. And the the Type One Phaser comes off the Type Two. Um, it's it's not as it's probably not as um, um, you know as, as well constructed as, as the one you're selling at Think Geek of the, of the original series, but maybe in a few years I'll come with that one too, but it still looks pretty, and so I want to have that in my collection. Well, yeah, and you're not, uh, I mean, we're talking about $100 less too. So. Well, it's only 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, so it's, but it still still looks good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Now, you know you're a true geek if you can identify this phaser in a Star Trek episode that was used in a movie, <laughs> one movie. <laughs> My geek cred's still intact. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> Mine would not be. I just don't pick up these sorts of details. But John, would no, you... I'm, on IDB. I'm, I'm on IMDb trying to find the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, man. You guys are all such geeks. And the act, the one actor on that, uh, who who's like that shuttle captain, whatever. He, he, I guess he was a main character or had a reoccurring character on Space 1999. You never what? saw that. Oh, Space 1999 is an epic must-see. Really? Must, absolutely must-see. I have the, the DVD collection. Oh, wow. That It's it's a very special favorite of mine growing up. There Because I had Star Trek, I had that, I had Battlestar Galactica, and then, what was it, Galactica 1980, which, oh. comma, the apology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, bad. Yeah, my salute you. Yeah. I'm still working my way through Babylon 5. That's my uh, old TV series I'm working Ugh, on. So. I can't get through it. No, I'm, I'm up to like episode 18 now. So and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it overall. Okay, mm-hmm. you, and, you and my and um, my buddy John Riley can sit and discuss. He, oh, is, he is like a codex of that show. Yeah, I, I'm not a codex. I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> but, uh, all right, uh, nine number, is this number three we're at? 
Number three. Number three. My number three. This is from Think Geek, and I uh, saw it, and this is just for the coolness factor of it, is they have this Death Star Bluetooth speaker that you can like hook up your iPhone to or something like that. And I don't know how good the speaker is, but the fact that this lights up and plays your music is like pretty awesome. So the wireless, you can wirelessly stream it like, thirty feet away, and. I don't know. I can just see it'd be like cool. I have my desk at school. I'll be in the front of the room, fire up my iPhone, and here we go. So it looks. That's pretty cute. That's really cute. Yeah, it's a cute little thing. I don't know. Uh, How are the speakers in this thing, John? They're okay. I mean, again, it's just like the keyboard. You're not buying it for sound fidelity necessarily. You're You're buying because it's a dang Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, and the fact that it, like, lights up. And it, it does light up, right? Yes. Yeah, so it lights up and, and you can, you know. That is cool looking. The speaker's, like, little dish on the desk. It's, it's, it's awesome looking. So Think Geek didn't pair up with um, Bose or Harman Kardon to create this? <laughs> uh, they, they were busy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't in that day. They, they weren't were. answering our calls. No, no. Jerks. But. I, I love really the cute. I love I love the little note at the end of like all the details. Note does not include the concave dish composite beam super laser. <laughs> That's well, not fun. Yeah. We tried to include it, but the interstate regulations about uh, you know transporting uh, massive weapons of mass destruction across state lines is pretty severe, so we decided not to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no just thing. have it half constructed because they don't know that this is fully operational. But... I'm sorry, that was bad. You can. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, uh, it's awesome. But anyways, I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be uh, that look good in my desk at school. It is gorgeous. Yeah, so it's cute. All right, let's move into our number two. And John, let's start with you again. What is your number two? So uh, this has been a thinking heavy show, and I'm I'm trying not to be too shilly because the guys aren't uh, paying me to be here. I I just like being here. So. Uh, <laughs> Yay, and we like, like Think Geek. So. I love I love doing this with you guys every year, and I try not to do too much shilly stuff. But um, but Scott and Miles know I'm a huge uh, uh, Space Battleship Yamato fan or Star Blazers fan for for you uh, Amerikanski uh, uh, anime fans from the 70s. Um, Star Blazers or or Space Battleship Yamato is a, just a venerable TV series that recently had a reboot. Uh, called um, um, Yamato 2199, where they essentially wrote, d- told the same, essentially the same story, with updated animation, with uh, combination cell and CG graphics. Absolutely gorgeous. If you, uh, it's an, unfortunately not available in the states right now. You can find it streaming in various websites. Just Google it, you'll find it. But they uh, Bandai makes a gorgeous 1,000th scale model. Uh, of the of the Yamato, and it's, it's one of my favorite starships ever. I mean, if you were to go through all of my childhood uh, sketchbooks, you'll find drawings of the Enterprise right next to drawings of the Yamato. Uh, <laughs> I got really, really good at drawing the Yamato at many different angles, and that's all I could do. Was an, I was an idiot savant with drawing the damn Yamato. <laughs> um, but uh, you can find it on Amazon right now. It's called the Bandai Hobby Space Battle Yamato, uh, $36.99, cheap. For a uh, uh, for a model as detailed as it is, really cool. I'm looking at it right now. It's it is it is beautiful. It's the best looking one I've seen under 150 dollars. 
So they had those available too, but um, this this would still look nice in your collection. And you could bundle it with the um, with the with the Blu-ray for f- like fifty-two bucks. Yeah. So while Is you're putting the- it together, you can watch it on the TV. Yeah. Is that the Blu-ray of the uh, live action? Yeah. So I uh, I don't. It's so Battleship Yamato movie. I'm pretty sure it's a live action movie. That's the did. live action movie, yeah, which is spectacular in its own right. right. Noted. Oh, I'm have to put that on my list of stuff to dig through. But you're saying the you're saying the newest animation one is not available. Generally. Not available in the states. No, not legitimately anyway. <laughs> yeah. Wait. You can still yeah, watch wait, it wait, though. No, not, yeah. But no. But I mean, I, I, if you just Google it, I mean, there are sites that stream it. I don't think there's anything illegal about that. Um, I watched most of it. I still have a few more episodes to catch up on. One of the great things about that show is the original only had one main female character. They've have a few more on this one, so it's a little more updated. Right. Yeah, and they're not the wayfish um, um, girl who can't take care of herself. They're all pretty badass. They don't right. go around going, "Oh, there's nothing I know how to do." <laughs> <laughs> God, there's nothing that drives me more crazy than that. You would appreciate them, Em. That is, and it. That, that is a huge problem I have with that movie that I'm not supposed to make fun of, but with the with the with the robots and the big critters and I can't think of what it's called now because it was that awful for me. Well, that movie with the guy, you know the guy and, and the critters. And the the critters. critters that came from the center of the earth, which actually was a portal from their planet, and they were taking Pacific us over. And... Oh, um... Pacific Rim. Yeah. No, the Shadow Dome was about it. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, yes. Yeah. That yeah. girl on that, and I know she ended up being a hero. And if you, it's not a spoiler because it's been out for like a million years. But that whole <laughs> thing is really annoying. <laughs> no, I never saw the movie. So. I did. Yeah. yeah. Did you? They're see... making a second one. Yeah, oh, I guess it must have earned enough money. I think it did okay for him at the box office. It did well. It did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. That was a paid Think Geek outing. We took the entire company out to go see uh, Pacific Rim one night after work. And uh, I tell you what, when you see a whole bunch of nerds who are just big into giant robots and um, <laughs> and the main character, giant robot, form Blazing Sword, everybody just just lost their minds. We just went <laughs> crazy. Yeah! Fist pumping. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, uh, Em, let's move on to your number two. My number two? Well, uh, so there's... I have two number twos because I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to do. And one of them is totally doable and the other one doesn't exist in real life but would be amazing. Um, And for readers of Ready Player One, um, there's a console, there's a world called the Oasis which is the next gen of the interwebs. And it's fully immersible kind of interwebs. And the main character uh, in the book has this rig that when he gets to a certain point in the book where he has this amazing full-on rig that you can see now with Oculus. Oculus is kind of building something like this where it's the headset and you're in this rig that you can run in and and you would move and it would move with you and you wear this haptic suit. It's this full immersion rig, haptic um rig that would allow you to enter the world of this new world of the Oasis, is, which is where life happens in this story. Um, 
or it doesn't happen. Well, most of life happens there, yeah. Um, just the coolest, con- just conceptually, like it would be the coolest thing in the world, but then it would also completely cement nerds in their homes forever. <laughs> no one would leave. No one would ever, ever, ever leave. Um, but kind of in that, of that vein of, of <laughs> wanting something that is really structurally I can use and make life easy. I have been shopping for a standing desk, um, one that I can fit my bicycle under so I can ride my bike while I while I work and also if when I'm not using the bike. And there's a desk company called Next Desk, and they have these <laughs> pneumatic desks that can go to any almost any height you want, and you can pick the... Um, you can pick the tabletop, you can pick the materials, but it also has an integrated system for all of your electronics, and they have something called, I think it's called Pulse, where it's basically, your desk is like your Fit, your Fitbit. It will, um, it'll pair with their treadmill system, which slides right under their desk, or I think it will pair to a Fitbit, but it'll monitor your movement and your health and all of that. Again, one of those moments where it'll just start going, good morning, Em. Um, yeah. Would you like a pot pie? And it would be amazing. But I, I love the concept of a standing desk. I've, I've, I've used boxes to put stuff up on my, on my desk so that I can – it's just a little bit more comfortable to have that option. And just to have it – just to push a button and watch it go, it feels lazy, but I don't care because it's cool. <laughs> it does look cool. Close the office door, The 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 one that I ended up outfitting for myself, I think it was, I think it was twenty three hundred dollars. Yay! That was very cool. You can even, I think there are Harman Kardon um, speakers that you can have integrated into the desk too, and I might want those as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. It's just, uh, just so we're clear. Just, just an FYI, if you're going to the expense of building me a three thousand dollar desk, cough up the extra three hundred bucks and score a girl some seriously awesome speaker. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. It, it looks great. It's it's Mac and PC compatible. That's kind of cool. Uh, there's just it's very simple, yeah. and it, the fact that you can raise it up. So like, you can buy standing desks, but they're at a certain height. And I'm 5'7-ish, and if I'm in heels, I'm 5'10-ish. So if I'm working, you know, I want to, I, there's a, a, an ergonomics to how you should stand at a standing desk and to be able to lift it up or bring it down or lift it up high enough that I can slide my bike under it and I can ride while I work or I can bring it down because I'm just standing next to it. That would be great. Yeah, next, next podcasting desk. I mean, yeah. You know, I know podcasters that do a podcast standing up. Hmm, so. no. Well, Chris from um, Trek FM. Yeah, Trek FM. Here, I'll do it standing up right now. But it's not fun (laughs) because. Go team. Yeah, it's from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I earned this for raising five thousand dollars for one event. Yeah, that's awesome. In honor of your papa. Killing for more donations next year, so Uh, FYI. Yeah, yeah. So heads up, heads up. In this, I need another sweatshirt. That is awesome. But the it desk is neat. It's really well built, and I love that it's it, it'll integrate your entire system together. And I like the concept of, of integrating my Fitbit into it, and 
I don't know. It's techy and neat and new, and I want it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Miles, it might just be the Guinness talking, but that's what there, there you go. Uh, Miles, how about you? You're number two. My number two, um, my love of Big Bang and my need for some new sleepwear inspired this uh, gift idea. Um, <laughs> you and your sleepwear. But uh, Think Geek has these awesome um, Bazinga pajama bottoms. And <laughs> I already have a Bazinga t-shirt, so this would work out real good. But uh, not that expensive. Um you, you, you know, for 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 twenty nine ninety nine, I mean, these these red pajama bottoms that has Bazinga written all over them. Um, I think we could crowdsource this this present to happen. I think I think that we should could. be easy enough to do. But only if we had a pajama party here at the Sunday Diner. <laughs> New Year's pajama party. Let's do this. Done. Oh, you know what? Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. See, Em's into this one. Who's the other one she was? It's because it's a New Year's party. It's not just <laughs> used to wear your randomly hang out in our sleeping clothing. Which <laughs> I'm sure Emily Post has a problem with this somewhere. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure too. But I think they are cool. They are so cool. that's my number two. Oh, awesome. I do know for uh, that the some of the other Jamie. I, there's another pair of Jamie pants that I have received from the Think Geeks. And they're super, super cozy trousers, especially when it gets wicked cold and it snows here in the D.C. area. I I will actually shovel the snow in them. Mm, awesome. That's super comfortable. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing, but you really have to read. Go to thinkgeek.com and read through their descriptions. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the descriptions <laughs> on these pants are, like, fuzzy red and definitely not Elmo. Great for pajama day at work, or if you have that, and if not, perfect for getting yourself fired <laughs> up. I mean, uh, it's they're just awesome that you're get yourself fired day. It's just a um, well, you want to have something to wear for that. Yes, so. But it's uh, they always have these funny things they throw in there. Do you do you do any of the write ups, John, or does that is there someone in there doing this sort of witty write ups for? You know, I wish I had time uh, when I when I first started. Every buyer was responsible for sourcing the product, ordering the product, reordering the product, writing the copy, or organizing the um, uh, organizing the photography. Everything was done by the buyer, and now uh, we just we're, we're it's too busy. Um, I don't write copy anymore. I used to write all the copy for everything. About a year ago, a buddy of mine, uh, Chris Mendel, and uh, his partner uh, Reagan Avery. They write all the copy for the site, and they do just a brilliant job. If, if I could give them half my paycheck for the work that they did, they, they would totally deserve it and more. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's funny. and it, it's, it, it makes you want to go through and just read descriptions because I think, you know, it, it keeps people on the site. It's a way to kind of another way to kind of engage the audience. They're, They're all love letters to our fans because yeah. not everybody reads them, but when they do, we want to make sure they're delighted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's well, a, that's part of the shopping of of sh spending my time on Ink Geek. Yeah. It's it's really well written. I love the fact that I've I've been lucky enough to attend a concert there and got a tour and 
Frasier and I have grabbed lunch, and when I peruse through the website and I see, I see pictures of people in the gear, I can point to, oh my god, I met that person. Oh my god, I know that guy. Especially when Frasier pictures pop up, and I don't know, I don't really know. <laughs> Take a minute, like, but I, what, this isn't Facebook. Oh, I know you. <laughs> awesome. It's always, it's always super entertaining when I find you on the website. It almost should be a game. It's where's Frasier? Yeah, where's Frasier? Yeah. That's awesome. It'll be the, a new Easter egg game. Found another phrase. Oh, I'm totally going to Reddit that. Yeah. It's not that hard to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, everyone do their number two but me. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So uh, this one I talked about a little bit before, and um, I actually own this in soft cover, but I'm enjoying the book that much. I want this book in hard cover. And it's The Martian by Andy Ware. Um, and it's been out for a little bit, and I found it when I was in Ireland a week ago. I was in the airport, and I said, oh, I'll pick this up. And I began reading it. It hooked me enough. And I can't put this put this book down, and it's just kind of gr grabbed my attention. And the premise of it, for those of you who don't know, he is this guy gets stranded on Mars. It's like a near-future sci-fi um, and very realistic science and, you know, with our, with the technology we have and Definitely not science fiction fantasy. This is definitely more hard science. Um, but it's a fun read. And a guy that deals with this crisis with humor and um, switches between what's going on in Earth and he's figuring stuff out. And it's just a great fun read. Um, and it's called The Martian. And I would love to own this in hardcover. Hmm. So, and I think that would be awesome. Which, by the way, we were talking about it. They, um, oh, do you, do you have a copy of it there? I just bought it. Oh, in hardcover. No, no, on my phone. On your phone, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is well worth it. Which, by the way, uh, in 2015, Ridley Scott, there'll be a movie, The Martian, based on this coming out. So Ridley Scott uh, is directing it, being written by Drew Goddard and starring Jessica Chastain, Kate Mara, Jessica Jeff Ch Daniels, and Matt Damon is in it. Kristen Wiig. Matt. Damien. Yeah, Sean Bean. Oh my God, he was just in Interstellar, and I think Jessica Chastain was as well. Yeah. Spoilers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, the Matt Damon thing is a spoiler in that one, but Kristen Wiig's in well, it. Well, you didn't have to acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, a decent cast, and uh, it's kind of neat that this is his, this is this guy's first book, so. And, and it's uh, gonna be a movie. That's, that's it's gonna awesome. be a movie. So he got an option for a movie right away. So that's pretty awesome that's amazing yeah so i cannot i i'm i'm not through the book yet i don't know how it ends but um it is it's a pretty awesome book i'm totally gonna spoil it for you it ends on the last page yeah yeah, yeah you suck at thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs> but uh so anyways that would be my number two and uh i would enjoy it and um I'm, enjoy I'm really enjoying it, and I would like just to have it on my bookshelf as a read copy and then a hardcover copy, just to go, just to go there. We should see if he would come on the show. We should, I, you know, I bet, and I bet I could. I don't. Know, I mean, with the first author, first book, maybe I, I probably could get him on. So we'll have to check in that. Look at that. Just call him. Um, my name is Scott, and your book is so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm to be on my show. Exactly in that Please. voice. In that voice, um, I'll do it. All right, let's record it. <laughs> <laughs> let's move into our number one picks for Christmas this year. 
What is on our Christmas list? Frasco. My number one uh, is no surprise. It's a Star Trek item. Um, and uh, this is something I've been wanting for quite a long time. And, and finally, I think I've got a decent excuse to, to get it. Um, but, you know, this time of year, I'm not allowed to buy anything because invariably something that I want that I'm going to want to instantly buy is something some family member is going to want to buy for me. So I'm holding off and waiting. Maybe maybe I'll get it for Christmas. We'll see. Um, but uh, iTunes now is offering the first ten uh, Star Trek movies. So all the good ones. Uh, <laughs> in high def for $50. Now, that sounds like a lot, but if you think about it, that's every Star Trek movie um, before J.J. got his mitts on it um, for $5 in HD. You, you can't get that on DVD for $5. You can't get it on Blu-ray for $5. So it's on iTunes, instant download. You have it forever on your iDevice or whatever. Um, I wish it was available on Google Play, but it's not. I do have an, an, an Apple TV, so that's fine. But 50 bucks for 10 movies. If it snows, I'm, I'm set. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going <laughs> to start with... with Make with the popcorn and go. And popcorn, and I'm good. Yeah. Nice. That's... That's that, that's awesome. That's I mean, that's something I, I wouldn't mind owning that myself. Yeah. I mean, I you know not have an iPhone or you know I can watch, can watch it on the small screen or the big screen. Mm-hmm. Right. So even the Jesus needs a starship movie, you like that one too? I'll I'll take that above Benedict Cumberbatch any day. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. wow. At least it's funny. I mean, at least Star Trek Five is funny. When when Kirk uh, military presses the Catwoman. <laughs> over his head, like like he can at a man of his age, um, I, I laugh like an idiot. I my head tilts back, unhinges like a snake trying to eat a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Note to self: We're gonna have a viewing of that at my joint with a bunch of people and hamsters. And right. he, and <laughs> you're I have to make sure that you and Heather come over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is. I am actually making a note of this right now. <laughs> a Star Trek Five party. Wow. All right, Em, why don't you go ahead and tell us your number one. So right now, it's a toss-up. Uh, going two again. One of them is very practical, and the other one is not practical at all. Because it would be a toss-up if I had the money for one, or the because they're basically the same price. I would like the Nest for home. It's, it's the um, system that will uh, basically run... Your house, uh, not specifically your house, but it will manage your air conditioning and your heating. And I live in a b- concrete hole in the ground, and it's really hard to manage that with my little analog system. So this I can manage like from my iPhone or my Android or from wherever. And there's even a security system that's with it, so that's kind of cool. But... In retrospect, I, all of these are really fun and smart, but if I just wanted something completely, completely frivolous, I would like the Malcolm Reynolds one-sixth one scale of articulated figure from Quantum Mechanics. I saw this at New York Comic Con, and I was chatting with um, uh, Andy, Andy Gore, who has the coolest business cards. Have you seen his business cards? I have one. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's basically a sheet of metal cut out with lasers. Um, we, I took a good look at this, and it's really, for a collector's piece, one of the most beautiful and accurate figures that I have seen, and one that I would plunk money down for. And I, I have a lot of little figurines. Like, I have the Pops, 
because they're cute with their big eyes and adorable. But this is just very true to the show. Everything is completely accurate. Uh, Quantum Mechanics' relationship to the creators of the show is is such that, that they had access to a lot of information to get this just right. And I confirmed with Andy that the butt is correct because I have looked at his butt a lot. Um, <laughs> but the rear end is well done. And it just, it's pretty amazing. It's absolutely amazing to see Nathan Fillion, or as we call him in my house, um, Nathan Fillion Garcia. Um, <laughs> of course he would take my name. Um, it's right, it's, hubba, hubba, it's a beautiful hubba. figure. I would love to have this just kind of on a bookshelf all by itself. I hope that this will continue with the big damn heroes, and maybe there's a Zoe, and maybe there's a Wash. Um, that'd be great. But dear Santa... I would like a pony and a rocket and this. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, I don't know. Do you do you know do you own anything from quantum quantum mechanics? I do not, regrettably. Yeah. How about you, John? Do you have anything from them? I do have a few items. Um, my I have a prized. Um, uh, quantum mechanics. They do more than um, they show on their website. They are also master builders or master um, prop makers. And they have connections with all kinds of other master prop makers. And Andy's been kind enough to uh, to um, get me in contact with some of them so I can uh, build up my collection. So I have a few things made by QMX, and I have a few things made by friends of QMX. Um, yeah, I, so like one of my favorite things is I have a replica of Malcolm's um, um, sidearm from, uh, from Firefly. Mm. Uh, and I, of course, had to buy a, a holster to uh, to put it in. Of course oh, you of had course, to. Of course. Do the must. John, I want to take a field trip to your house. Yeah. To see your cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always welcome. You're always welcome. I got a couch for you. Thanks. There you go. There you go. That is awesome. They do have some of the coolest stuff. At New York Comic Con, they had the um, Serenity film scale replica, the eight almost $8,000. It is so Stunning the the size of it, and yet the the tiny, delicate, minute little touches that you see. There's a skylight at the top that you can look down inside, and you can see the their living room, and that it's painted. I like to envision that it was Kaylee who painted and made it all very homey and comfy and cute with a little stencil. It the 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 bay door opens, and you can see inside there. You can see where washes and. It's just amazing. What they can create is absolutely beautiful. And, and honestly, I, I was very, very lucky to sit with Andy for almost an hour. God bless him. Um, I, I would love for him to, I have to email him and call him very sweetly and see if he'd come and chit-chat with us. But the stuff they make is really cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at that model on the site. It's just gorgeous. Wow. There is a small Easter egg in that model. If you look very, very carefully in the galley, you might find a can of peaches. Right. If you're not familiar with that, with that scene. Oh yeah. Where River brains yeah. uh, poor Jane in the head with a can of peaches. Yes. Trying to get it from somewhere. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There. It's gorgeous. I want to play with it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. The little one, the 125th scale with all the articulated pieces, 
that you can open up and you can see that is very cool. All the pieces are magnetically attached, so they just clip into place beautifully. I spent a lot of time at their booth at Comic Con. <laughs> I played with almost with everything I could. Oh, I played with it all. It was very cool. That is awesome. I walked awesome. away from that booth a little poorer. <laughs> no doubt. That's beautiful. Miles, your number one. My number one. Well, I've tried to keep things as practical as possible on this list. and um, But with my number one, I'm going to go a little um, impractical, a little frivolous, and, and maybe just, uh, you know, this is something that something Santa Claus himself and the powers that be at Netflix would have to do, but... There's been rumors that Netflix might possibly pick up Stargate Universe, and um, it just talk. It's we'll uh, spread those rumors. This at least, and, and, and there, there's campaigns rumors. out there for save Stargate, and um, I got, this is this is very wishful thinking on my part. These things rarely work out, but we can, maybe this maybe this could be a Christmas miracle. Yeah. So we lost so many good shows over the last few years, and. Um, I I would love to see this come back. I would love to see what happened to the the, the crew of the uh, of the um, Destiny. Yeah. Well, the Stargate franchise is just. I mean, the the vehicle, as Richard Dean Anderson said in the interview when we did with that you guys did with him, you know, the the Stargate is such a beautiful vehicle mm-hmm. to tell so many stories with, and and uh, I miss it not being on the air. That's for sure. But. So there's we a campaign. Always that rumor just to make it happen. Yeah, just, we'll, yeah, we'll populate that rumor. So, so like, so, I, we can say I totally saw Robert Carlyle walk into Netflix's office yesterday. <laughs> there you go. Nobody <laughs> tells me otherwise is lying. Right, right, exactly. Yes. Can you prove that he wasn't? Yes, I read it on the internet. It's true. I mean, it would be hard. What they would probably have to do is to make it happen because a lot of the cast has moved on and and yeah, if, absolutely. Uh, gotten really good jobs. I'm thinking of like just mentioned Robert Carlyle, um, Ming Na on um, um, Once. and on um, on Shield. Yeah. And so oh. some of the, I mean, they could bring so they they probably have to come up with something like some of these people didn't survive the trip or whatever. But uh, they could still there's use use some of the people we know and maybe there would be other people we, we didn't meet on the ship, but could be still cool characters and uh, still carry the There's show. There's a very limited amount of time that I think a, a, a third party has the opportunity to resurrect a show. Like I think there was rumors about six months ago that Netflix was looking at uh, Firefly as a resurrection possibility. Mm-hmm. And I know I, the, 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 the nerd in me desperately wants that to happen, but also I kind of I want to let it lie. You know, It feels like it's been too long back it would just it, it might not be the magic might not be there anymore i just said you know it, it's perfect i know we only got 13 episodes but it's just perfect let's leave it mm-hmm. plus yeah. if they bring it back then there will be nothing for the writers of castle to easter egg anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah but uh that seems to make the room room real that netflix would resurrect the show i mean there was even talk of Star Trek Enterprise being a possibility at one time, but mm-hmm. universe might be po- I mean, that, that might be a little more possible to resurrect. I'd be okay with a universe. There, there are things about Enterprise that I enjoyed, and things that really should never have happened. But 
there I, there there are some franchises that I do enjoy the fact that they are we've had them we've they've been a part of our lives and we have wonderful memories of them and you know we can shake our fists to the sky as much as we want but I I, I prefer to have those happy memories yeah. instead of trying to resurrect the dead mm-hmm. like basically what John said so never mind yep <laughs> very very good well, my well, this is a really big Christmas list. Santa's is. gonna have to have a huge friggin' bag. That's right. It's true. It's true. Cause you want it all. <laughs> yeah. So I share my number one. Let's hear it. My my number one is a little bit more, uh, I guess, practical. I I own a eight inch Orion um, refractor telescope. I absolutely love. And I, I'm looking for a lens that is a little bit easier to view. A lot of the lenses or a lot of the uh, eyepieces, you have to get up real close with your eye. But they have ones that you can step back a little bit further, and it's a little bit easier for, like, kids to use. Uh, and so I'd love to get – I have an 8-millimeter eight, eight, uh, Orion uh, Stratus wide field eyepiece that I think would be very good to add to my collection. Mm. So – and uh, – for your price of $144. And actually, I probably wouldn't go with the Orion brand, but it's certainly, uh, it would be, it would be, uh, it'd be good enough for what I do with it. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything too ridiculous with it. But, and of course, I can't use it tomorrow with all the snow coming. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would love well, to add to my, I mean, there's always getting a telescope is just the beginning. Then you have to feed your addiction with all these different eyepieces that you can get to expand everything and to tweak it and, <laughs> and to stare at the sun and everything else you want to do. But, you gotta, yeah. You gotta get your solar filter for 2017 because yeah. we're all going to Kansas City, right? I'm gonna go stay with Kevin and Dayton. That's right. That's right. Could be totally eclipse of the sun. That's I right. Totally didn't get that invitation. Yes. Yes. Well, we'll talk to Dayton. <laughs> uh, I do have my solar filter already. I've already been staring at the sun. It's been quite cool. But... With your um, with your telescope, are there mounts that you can buy where the eyepiece would actually feed directly into like an iPad or an iPhone so that you can get a much richer field of view you can uh i have a mount actually to mount my my iphone up you, you can't they, maybe they do i haven't looked into it for about a year here but um they don't have anything that i know that you can like hook up a cable and get a, a direct view from the eyepiece which probably be there or the put something into the eyepiece that would feed directly into your iphone they have that for computers but not for like your mobile devices, but that would be all, all, all very cool. What I have mounts on top of the eyepiece, so it functions like your eye would looking in, and uh, you're able to kind of see on it, and it takes decent pictures, it does. But I mean, um, the iPhone's only uh, so good at night anyway, so you're dealing with a little bit of that limitation. Even even with the improved optic optics of like the new six, you're still dealing mm. with a little bit of. It's still it's still not quite as good as putting your own eye up to that piece and looking in and or you know spending the hundreds of dollars for a DLS, DSLA or a DSLR camera that you'd be able to like mount right on it. But yeah. But yep. Yeah, so these are Christmas lists, and as yeah. M said, that's quite expansive. So. It's nice that your what your gift kind of fits into the corner of the bag that's still free. It is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, appreciate everyone joining us tonight for our Christmas list, and we would love listeners if you're still with us here. We would love and uh, to hear your list. What are your top five geek items? And you know, practical, unpractical. We would love to hear that. And you can 
Email them to us at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or drop them onto Facebook or onto the Twitter and uh, let us know your thoughts on that. And that would be absolutely awesome. Um, so uh, before we go, John, go ahead. One last plug for ThinkGeek and where they can find you on the web. Well, you can find me at thinkgeek.com all over the dang site because uh, apparently I'm I'm in demand as a as a cover model. So enjoy that, people. <laughs> um, but if you want to follow me uh, personally, check out my Twitter feed at Frage. That's F R A I Z E. Um, tend to be not safe for work, so uh, just you know be aware of that. And um, yeah, find me on the street and say hi. That's right. Stalk. He'll be wearing that shirt all the time. All the time. He'll be wearing He'll my, exactly my Wesley like Crusher hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> that, tell uh, tell the story about what happened when Will Wheaton saw you in that. Oh uh, yeah, so um, so we got this prototype. I'm, I'm wearing the actual prototype. This this is the handmade prototype shirt that we got from our shirt factory, our uh, our hoodie factory. And for those and of that got, aren't watching, the shirt is what again? This is the Wesley Crusher hoodie. Um, if you remember him from uh, the episode of The Naked Now, he's was it The Naked Now? Uh, it was one of the episodes where he's got the rainbow striped sweater, one of those awful sweaters that he had to wear constantly. Um, <laughs> so we, we saw that and we were like, you know what, we we have to make that into a hoodie. And we did, and it turned out to be one of our most popular hoodies of all time. I mean, it really surprised <laughs> everybody. But when we were just prototyping it, uh, I put it on, and I took a selfie of it, and I emailed it to Will Wheaton. And I said, I said, dude, you have no idea how happy I am right now. And he emailed me back like instantly in all caps, that more or less repeating that saying, "I'm dancing, I'm jumping up and down right now." Um, and uh, of course, when he uh, when when the final production version was ready to go, we tried to uh, we tried to get close to him at Comic Con and like throw him the hoodie, just say, "Here, here's yours." We couldn't even get close to the dude. Um, <laughs> and then come to find out, uh, the day we released it, that he went and, and paid his own money to buy it. So he he went out and bought it bought it his uh, bought it his own dang self and uh, <laughs> he's now saying it's his favorite hoodie to wear. That is awesome, Wesley Crusher in the Wesley Crusher hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Will Wheaton is like a rock star right now oh, to us. He is. He is. He's a, he's a blast. Yeah. Well, we do have to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We want one other episode before Christmas, but enjoy your holidays as you're beginning the shop. Keep, keep many of these gifts in mind. Maybe we've inspired you. Maybe something. we've inspired you. Uh, check out Think Geek and, uh, and Amazon and many other sites that have these great geeky gifts that you can purchase for your loved ones. But, and, uh, but again, thank you. And I think that's about it. We don't need to say too much to you anymore. No, we don't. All right. And uh, why don't you take it away? All right. Till next time, good night and good luck. We will see ya. Do your dailies. Oh